0: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. I am also the author of the new book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind: Dealing with Your House's Dirty Little Secrets. That book is the handbook created from all of the very hard-learned strategies that I have developed over the past 7 years of working on my own deslobification process, I've put all of those together into a handbook that will talk you through what you need to know and what you need to understand and what you need to do to get your home under control. It is not for the already organized person who just wants to do things even better. It's for the person who is completely overwhelmed and says, seriously, why is this so easy for other people and so difficult for me? Anyway, go check that out. How to manage your home without losing your mind by Dana K. White. That's me. Wherever books are sold. It's an audio version and Kindle version and paperback that you can find. Um, Also Nook. So any e-reader version, it's out there. You can go to aslobcomesclean.com book and that will tell you all the places you can buy it. Okay. So I am talking today about 10 simple ways to make your new year a tidier one. That word tidy. I don't know. It's such a strange word. It's one of those words when you say it 15 times, you go tidy, 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 and it starts to sound really weird. Um, tidy is an interesting word. It's something that I have kind of changed my perspective on. It used to just sound kind of blech, like... That's just too trite and easy and, oh, just a tidy house, whatever. But I've realized as a verb, it's actually a really helpful verb for me. Tidying, to me, I have no idea the actual definition because I'm not going to go to look it up. But anyway, um, but to me, when I think of the word tidy as a verb, it's like taking a moment to just make things a little better. Better. It's not the top to bottom cleaning. It's the tidying action, the action of going, okay, I'm going to make this a little better. And way back when, before I started this whole deslopification process, I would have told you that, um, yeah, what's the point when my house is a disaster. And over time, as I've realized what it actually takes to maintain my home and the impact that little bitty teeny tiny things like, oh, I don't know, tidying has, um, it's shocking to me the amazing benefit of just kind of saying, I'm just going to take a moment to make this little space right here look a little better. And when I do that, I'm always shocked at how much overall uh, of an improvement there is in my overall home and in my mental status and how much that encourages me to keep going. Okay. So I'm talking about 10 simple things you can do, or 10 simple ways to make your new year a tidier one. If you're listening to this, and it's like August; it still applies. I promise. Okay, number one. Anybody want to guess what I'm going to say? Uh huh. Yeah. If you've ever listened to before, you already know. Do your dishes every day. Um, if you are thinking, "Wow, that's pretty obvious and dumb," um, maybe you're not the target audience. Anyway. Um, I have talked a million times about the shocking impact of just focusing on my dishes. And when I say this, what I mean is whenever you get overwhelmed, remember, go back to doing the dishes. That is where to start. If I can do my dishes every single day, or even almost every single day, then whenever my house is out of control, as long as my dishes have been under control and my dishes have been done consistently, it's so much easier to get my house back under control when I don't have to start with excavating the kitchen and the craziness of that. So just remember, anytime you're overwhelmed, do the dishes. That's what I tell myself. Oh my goodness, where do I start? I felt the dishes, the dishes always go back to the dishes. Um, number two, and these are all not necessarily in order of importance. They're just ideas. Move consistently paper, meaning things that are coming into your home in the form of paper, move any that you can to digital form. Okay. So we have done this over the years and gradually we get less and less mail that comes into our home, fewer and fewer pieces of paper enter our home, the more we move things to digital. And the beauty of that is when we do get mail, cause it's going to keep coming, as I go out to the mailbox, I know for a fact that the majority of whatever I pull out of that mailbox is going to go straight into the recycling bin, or if you don't have a recycling bin, straight into the trash, okay? Whatever, because I know that we have very few actual, really important things that come in, and just for some reason, knowing that more things are going to be unimportant then are going to actually be important and make me think what do I need to do with this? I've got to make a decision. Then I'm more willing to look at it and before I even put it down anywhere, walk straight in and go ahead and pitch you know, usually it's 3 out of 4 things. Sometimes it's 4 out of 4 things. Sometimes it's everything in there. I just rip it up and it's gone. Because knowing that I don't have a lot of stuff that's actually important that comes. Of course I still have to look at it, but sometimes we will go a while and we're like, wow, wait, I thought we'd gotten most of our stuff digital at this point. And then, oh, that's right. I forgot about such and such. And do you know what? I found out that our bank was actually charging us like $3 a month to get it by mail. And we never even looked at it because we were always doing things online. We just had to go in and say, we don't want you to mail it to us for real, they were charging us for that. Charging me to send clutter to my home. Yeah, that kind of gets on my nerves. Anyway, but so, you know, as things come in and you go, why am I getting this? I never even really opened this. I do need the information. All it does is stress me out. Look, open it and look and say, do they have a paperless option? Because most do nowadays. And they'll often guilt you into it and say, save a tree by doing this online. And it's like, yeah, I love saving trees and that's awesome. But I also love not having paper come into my home. Okay. Number three, declutter your dishes in your kitchen down to the size of your cabinets. Uh Uh-huh. This is the container concept in action. I have a podcast called The Container or Containers and Limits and how they will change your life. There's a chapter in the book on Containers and Limits and how they'll change your life. Um it's basically the container concept meaning my house will stay under control if I accept that my home is a container. Containers are limits to how many things I can have in my home. Um, anything that I have that is more than my container will fit, like the container being a shelf or a drawer or an actual, I don't know, container. Um, If I have more than will fit in there, then that's when those things don't have a place to go and it gets out of control. And that's when my house feels overwhelming and out of control. So look at your kitchen doors and drawers and cabinets and all of that, look at those as containers. I don't know what it is, but for some reason I declutter in my kitchen every year that week after Christmas, because I I think it's probably because I, because I cook more in December than I do any other time. And I need to be in my kitchen and I see how it functions or how it's not functioning. So accept the size of your cabinets, and declutter your dishes or your pots and pans or whatever down to what will fit comfortably in them. Okay. View those. If you have a cabinet that's dedicated to pots and pans, but the doors won't close on it. Not that I know anything about that, but the doors won't close on it because you have too many. Then sometimes it's a matter of rearranging, but a lot of times it's a matter of there's just too many in there. And if there's too many in there, it's never going to close, or it's never going to be easy to arrange it for it to close. Here's where this okay, so I'm gonna go off on my clutter threshold thing. So there's a chapter in the book too as well on my clutter threshold. My clutter threshold is basically what I had to realize exists. Meaning clutter is my definition of clutter is anything that I have too much of, so it's consistently getting out of control. Like if I have a space that, like, oh my word, my pots and pans area is completely out of control all the time. That means I have too many pots and pans. I can't handle the number of pots and pans that I have. So even though technically if I arrange it just so, just right, put this here and then that on top of that and stack these three things together, then yes, everything will fit. But if my reality is that I'm never actually going to put this just here and that right there. And then stack these three things exactly like if I'm never going to do that on a consistent basis, other than when I'm having this big project cleaning day, if I'm never going to do that. Then that's living above my clutter threshold. I need to purge it down and remove things to the point where it can consistently stay under control. Okay. So viewing your cabinets, your drawers, everything in your kitchen as a container. Okay. Number four, and this goes along with that, actually store food storage containers with the lids on. This makes my mother crazy. My mother has a much higher clutter threshold than I do, meaning she can handle so much more stuff than I can. That is a big part of my problem, honestly, is one of the things that I've had to adjust to. So my mother thinks that you need to have everything you could ever possibly need for any situation that will ever occur in the entire course of forever. Anyway, she has all the stuff you could ever need, but she can keep it under control. Her house does not look like a disaster zone the way mine would. Okay. I inherited the belief that I needed all that stuff, but I didn't inherit the ability to keep it under control. So I have had to realize I have a clutter threshold and I have to live below my clutter threshold. Okay. I have to purge down to the point where I can keep it under control and I can keep under control a lot less than my mom can. Okay. So where her mentality is, it makes no sense to store like she wouldn't even think about it it drives her crazy and when she comes to my house she changes it and then I have to change it back anyway um it makes no sense to her to store storage containers with their lids on because she's thinking well if I store the lids separately excuse me from the containers then I can stack the containers inside of each other and put the lids over here all neatly and I can fit four times as many containers in there um when I tried to do it that way, I ended up with a storage container avalanche every time I opened the door. That was my reality. When I started and then, okay, so that's the reality. And then when I needed a food storage container, I would open that door, everything would fall out, I would dig and I would spend four minutes, I don't know, I'm making that up, but forever, really, truly, digging around to find the container and the lid that would match. And while I was doing that, it was becoming a big old jumbled mess. So anytime that I actually had gone through and made it look all stacked up and pretty and the lids are over here, it became a huge mess every time I actually needed something because that's just how I roll. So when I started storing those things with the lids already on them, suddenly all I have to do when I need a food storage container is open up the door and grab one. And it's completely and totally ready. I use it. I empty it. I put it in the dishwasher. When it comes out of the dishwasher, I put the lid back on it and I stick it back in there. Now the complaint with that is I can't have as many food storage containers. Yeah. I don't need that many food storage containers. Cause let me just tell you the more food storage containers I have, the more i will fill up with stuff and the more it will fill up in my fridge and the more that will end up with nasty disgusting green stuff in the bottom that i can't even identify because i don't need that many i need those to be turned over on a regular basis and having fewer of them forces me to turn them over on a regular basis so no i can't fit anywhere near the number in my cabinet if the lids are stored on already on them but that's actually good because that helps me. Okay, yeah. Many of you have told me that you changed to doing it that way, and that it has been a huge improvement in your kitchen too. So those of you going, what is she talking about? Um, sorry, but it really does work for a lot of us. Okay, number five: set up a donate spot in your home. This can be in a closet. It can be um, just a box by the back door. It can be in the garage. It can be wherever. We have a donate box going at all time. It used to be by the back door. Now it's in the garage. My kids know that when I, now they don't know to the point where they do it on their own, because that's just not the reality of parenting. But my kids know that If they go, mom, these this shirt is too small, or they walk out, and I have to tell them, yeah, that shirt is too small. Um, I will say, go stick it in the donate box because it was clean when they put it on. It's like trying it on in a store. That's my opinion. Anyway, you go put it up, or we're just randomly looking at some, you know, they, I don't know, whatever it is they've got, and I say, do you really play with that anymore? Nah. Okay, go stick it in the donate box. There's something about having that space that. They know where it is and they know that's a thing we do. That has really helped shift my family's attachment to stuff. Just knowing that we have an existing all the time donate box. That means donating, getting rid of stuff is a constant in our home. It's just the way we live. It's the way we do things. And that has been really beneficial for us. So set up a donate spot in your home. Okay, number six, just so you know, before I say this and you go, what? That's so, oh, that makes no sense. Um, <clears throat> I resisted this for a really long time. I talk about it in the book. There are two whole chapters on laundry and how to manage your home without losing your mind. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Fold clothes right out of the dryer. I know, I know. Believe me, I resisted it for years. You do not have to do that to get your laundry routine down. You really don't. And I I had all the reasons why that made no sense. I mean, really, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I need to get the laundry, get the washing machine going again. And if I take all that time to fold it right out of the dryer and put it away, then I'm waiting and that makes no sense. Well, the truth is <clears throat> I would take things out of the dryer and I would go put it on the master bed or... I would usually dump it on the couch in the living room and I would think, oh yeah, I'll get back to that after I switch over the laundry. Um, 99.9% of the time, I didn't get back to it right away and it just grew with each load that I put through and it just got to where we were used to. If you need clothes, you go look at the pile on the couch and then everything was wrinkled and it always had to go through back through the dryer for a little bit or get ironed or whatever. So that was a constant frustration. And when my house always, always had a chair or a entire couch, whatever, an entire couch, um, if that, if it had that piece in my living room covered in clean, but piled up clothes, there was no hope of my house looking neat and tidy. I mean, it just, it wasn't a thing. And then whenever I needed to clean house, that was a huge project I had to take care of before I could get to the actual cleaning was the folding of all the laundry on the couch. So I finally was like, okay, I'll try it. Y'all folding right out of the dryer takes so much less time than you would expect. Y'all know how I feel about timers. I don't use them to make myself do something. I use them to give myself a reality check. Time yourself folding a load as it comes out of the dryer and then putting yeah and then putting it away give yourself a real honest understanding of how long that takes but regardless of how which it takes way less than i would have thought it takes like 10 minutes i've had people email me and say it took me 6 minutes 7 minutes whatever um even if it doesn't by putting by folding straight out of the dryer for one thing i'm eliminating a lot of future wrinkles For another thing, when I go put it away, yes, I have waited and I am not getting the dryer and the washing machine working as quickly, as soon as I would if I just dumped it all on the couch. But it's like the laundry disappears. There is never a pile of clean laundry on the couch. I want you to think about it for a second. If you've never had a pile of clean laundry on your couch, then this is probably not the podcast for you. But If you have ever experienced that perpetual, never ending, never goes away, big old pile of laundry on your living room couch or your living room chair or your love seat or your dining room table or somebody I knew once, you know, it was on their pool table, whatever. That was the space where they did, they dumped the clean laundry. That's a procrastination station. And I had that for years, but once I started folding it right out of the dryer and going and putting it away immediately, it was like, I never have big piles of clean laundry, which means that when I, I feel like, you know, Hey, let's pick up the living room. We just pick up the living room. We don't have this huge project of folding clothes and putting them away. It's amazing. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. It really is. Okay. So give it a try at least once and just see, it's like, it's like the laundry just disappears. It's done and great. Okay. Um, number seven, hang instead of fold as much as you can. That's pretty self-explanatory, but, um, if you struggle like I do slash did with, um, drawers that are constantly overflowing, Look for how many things you can hang instead of folding. I hang t-shirts. If I wear them all the time, I much prefer that they were hanging because then they're less likely to be wrinkled. Um, You know, I just hang a lot instead of folding. Little hint. I know not everybody loves them, but I love the velvet hangers because they are the only thing I've ever found that actually keeps the clothes on the hanger instead of slipping off. Um, Five minute pickups. This is number eight embrace the beauty of the five minute pickup. Five minutes is the least possible time I could possibly come up with when I was trying to create this habit in my home that I knew I needed to have of doing a daily pickup. The idea of just getting my house perfect every day. Yeah, that is enough to make me go, okay, I'm not even going to try. I know that's going to fail. But instead I said, okay, I'm just going to do a five minute pickup every day thinking, well, what difference will that make? But at least I'll try and maybe eventually I'll actually get better and do a longer one. Oh my word. The difference that five focused minutes of just picking stuff up and putting it away makes is shocking. Like it is truly shocking. The difference that a five minute pickup can make. If you know anything about my whole dishes math thing, know that, um, not only Yes, there's dishes math, which means it takes less time to do the dishes the more consistently you do it. There's another thing called pickup math. Pickup math is this is the best activity to bring your family in on to get everybody to do it together as a family is picking up. It's not going to be fun the first time, like at all. But as you go and as they actually get to be good at doing the five minute pickup, if my whole family is doing a five minute pickup, there's five of us. That's 25 minutes of work happening in my house. It's awesome. Okay. So don't think that it can't make a difference. I would have thought five minutes would never make a difference in this big old mess just do five minutes. If you get inspired and keep going great, but that's not the ulterior motive. If you stop after five minutes, that's perfectly fine. And your home will be better off for that. Then do another five minutes the next day. Okay. All right. So I have lots of full length podcasts on some of these subjects. So make sure you go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S. You can also search "A Slob Comes Clean" in iTunes and find my podcast there. And then you can go listen to those. Okay. Number nine, get one of those dish scrubbers where you put the soap in the handle and get a Sharpie marker and write on it bathroom only and go take it and hang it in your shower. Like get yourself a little hook, to hang over the shower door, or if you have one of those things like those little caddies that hang over the shower faucet, um, hang it in there and clean your shower with that using dish soap while you're taking a shower. You'll be amazed at the impact that, that will have. Okay. Dish soap and a scrubby sponge that's on those things. You can basically clean your whole bathroom with that. Now I wouldn't clean the toilet with it because that's disgusting, but I use that on the shower. I can use it on the bathroom sink, bathroom cabinets. Um, just be aware that you need to, depending on the surface in your bathroom, a lot of surfaces, if they are scratchable, you need to get a non scratch one of those dish brush things. Okay. And they have those. So I know Scotch bright makes them and other places make them, but get a non scratch one. Um, so that will, which is either blue or like a natural kind of brownish color, but anyway, Use that. Keep that in there so that you don't have to stop everything and say, well, it's time to clean my shower. It's like, oh, I'm taking a shower. Oh, I see this. Let me scrub that really quick. And then it's done. Shocking. Hmm. Okay. Um, And number 10, commit to throwing away this whole year. Every time you pick up a pen and it doesn't work, throw it away or put it in the recycle bin or whatever you do. That is strangely difficult. That is something that does not come naturally to me. I pick up a pen and it doesn't work. And for some strange reason, I put it right back in the um, drawer where I found it. And I guess I think that next time maybe it'll work. I have no idea. But when I started telling myself this, and there are still times where it automatically goes back in the drawer, but when I started telling myself, I am not going to, I'm going to go ahead and throw away any pen that doesn't work. For one thing, the obvious benefit is the next time I'm looking for a pen, I've reduced the chances I'm going to find one that doesn't work because if I put it back in the drawer when it doesn't work, the next time I pick up that pen, it's still not going to work. You know, so that reduced that. I... But it also started to change how I viewed things, the actual usefulness of things. It helped me see and recognize when I had something in my home that wasn't useful anymore. So just that little thing was a mindset change that impacted my home overall. Okay? So that's 10 simple things. Are they the 10 things that you need to do this year? No. But there are 10 simple little ways that will help your home stay under better control. A lot of them ultimately are about decluttering. The less stuff I have in my house, the more it stays under control. And when it does get out of control, it's easier to get back under control because there's less stuff to put back in its place. Hmm, That's been a big thing for me. Okay. In this whole deslobification process a lot of these things are also about routines and habits and setting them up in a way where it's actually likely to be successful okay the other things are about things like procrastination stations like the laundry on the couch in a big old pile of clean yet super wrinkly clothing eliminating those procrastination stations makes my house, you know, excuse me, my house stay under control more easily and for long period longer periods of time and when I do have to deal with my house because things have gotten out of control I don't have to do all the dishes because I've been doing the dishes consistently or mostly consistently. I don't have, you know, a week's worth of dishes piled and covering every surface in my kitchen because I've been keeping that under control when I couldn't do anything else. I don't have to spend hours folding laundry and then not having anywhere to put it once it's all you know clean and I mean once it's all folded and ready to be put away I don't have to do those things so then when I do get those moments of okay I need to get the house back under control I don't have to first do those duh things okay all right so that is 10 ways what did I call it 10 simple ways to make your new year a tidier one Thanks for joining me. I um, have one last thing. This is not part of the 10, but it's to find your people, which if you're listening to this podcast, you have already done because I am your people. Um, If you do not have my book yet, I do recommend that you get it, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. I go through all of these, um, not just all of these, but just real practical strategies and mindset changes and understanding of why things work for you or don't work for you. Um, all the things that you need to know to keep your home running, running, not to keep it perfect, but to keep it running. If you feel like seriously, it just grinds to a screeching halt again and again and again, this book is for you. Okay. Okay. So find your people. I am your people. Um go back and listen to other podcasts that'll help you feel like you've got somebody there who understands while you're working on your own home. Um join my email list so that you're consistently getting I, I always send out newsletters and I send out things that that are maybe things that aren't they've been on the blog in the past, but they're kind of those concepts, those game changers that really help people to get through things. I also have a special email list that, um, is going right now and it's 30 days of decluttering inspiration. So if you're determined to declutter and you want to keep that going, this is not going to be okay today. I want you to go in and clean out your silverware drawer. That is not what it is. It's going to be, decluttering inspiration, meaning my solutions, my strategies for things that make you crazy about decluttering. Let's say you've ever said, I don't like to declutter because I feel like I make a bigger mess when I try, or I just don't know where to start. I'm too overwhelmed. Those are the things that are going to come through. I'm also going to send you things with before and after pictures from my own home so that you can know how exactly it works and see things in action. Um, and also if you are bought into the way that we do things around here, um, consider becoming a patron of A Slob Comes Clean. That means that you participate financially on a monthly basis to making sure that this message stays out there in the world, that there is hope for the person who feels completely overwhelmed in their home. Um, It means that you participate in that. And there is a reward for those who participate at the $5 level. And that is a private secret Facebook group for those of you, those of us, who are committed to continuing to work on our home. There's no perfection there, there's no judgment. Um, it is exclusive for those who are completely bought into this because I am determined that it stays a safe place where, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not crying. I just you know had a moment. Um, where you know that you can go and not be judged, and you can have that community support. Um, so that is there as a bonus for those who are patrons of the show. If you would like to find out more about that, go to patreon.com slash a comes clean. And we base what we do in there on how to manage your home without losing your mind, which is available wherever books are sold. Thanks for joining me. And I will talk to you guys next week. Happy decluttering. Bye.